Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, God bless you. I hope everything's going correct and you got wisdom and knowledge of what's going on in your life. Um, I think this is a very important time in our in our country and in our lives and opportunities that are coming up, you know. So let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for each and every day, for coming in our lives, changing our lives, healing our lives. Bless our country to turn from sins and turn back to you. To quit aborting babies, put the Ten Commandments back in the schools, the churches, TV, radio, just everywhere. Help us see the truth and know the truth. Help us to go to that next level with you and everything that we touch and we do. And that's it all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Uh, thank you, listeners. I better turn on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. As uh, as you know, they don't like me praying on Facebook. So anyway, uh a lot of stuff going on in the car business today, a lot of stuff that's unique, uh, a lot of title issues I've run across lately that um, are kind of um, tough on some relationships, tough on people. Um, you know, it, it all gets back to money, profit. Uh, you know, and I was talking to a buddy of mine I've known almost 50 years in the business. We've done a lot of business together and uh terry smith and we were laughing about the old days and you know we were talking about how uh, back in the 60s and 70s we turned back miles everybody did new car dealers used cars everybody did and we were laughing about it and we were laughing about the changes in the business the last 40 50 years how mom and pop stores now are owned by billionaires and uh, they got to be cash cows. They've got to be cash cows because these billionaires wouldn't be buying losers. They wouldn't be buying something that's not making money. And, I mean, it's just like Warren Buffett. He's passed 100, wants to buy 200 more. Hello, Bob, Greg. Good morning. And um, Penske's got, I think, 80-something. He wants to buy a couple of hundred more. Um, just, it's just amazing the growth in the car business the demanding pressure on all the managers and the owners to make more money. And so um, we're going to talk a little bit about that, the market change. Um, and are you bowing to circumstances? Um, that fits in a lot of situations, and you know. So give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. Open lines, burial. He's, he's doing his part. He'll answer the phone for you. And the phone number here is... <laughs> I'm having a problem here today, not wanting to stay up. But anyway, let me put it back up, Facebook. Uh, the problem is uh, amazing. Uh, maybe I need to do something else. Uh, what's going on that costs you so much money in your life? We, we don't want that situation. Uh, I think I got it now. We're having a problem with my phone falling off the deal, and I think it's my rubber bands are not holding it on properly. I might get me some new rubber bands. But anyway, uh, but we're bound to circumstances. We're allowing things to happen to us, and then we regret it. Uh, we regret it in the long run. We regret it. Uh, 
we wish we could have changed, but sometimes we make these thoughts, these changes, these promises, we sign notes, and we're hammered for a long time. I mean, seven-year notes, and what's it going to be worth? Now, uh, be sure and vote. I, I'm going to tell you exactly who I'm voting for, Trump. Um, he's a capitalist, not a communist. The Democrat Party left me years ago. I was a Democrat. My dad was. Uh, our family was. But uh, the Democrat Party has left us. Uh, they're no longer for the people. They're for the power and control and uh, this virus is, yes, it's deadly, but let me tell you something. I've learned, and it, and it happened to me, I had the virus. But I sucked warm salt water as soon as I figured out I had it. And, uh, and so what I did was I sucked warm salt water about 30 times, and I blew it out of my nose. It mutates in your nose, and it goes to your chest. But nobody talks about that. The people who get it in their chest is the one that has a problem. Well, I blew it out 30 times the day that I was sick, and I was super sick, and I had it, and I got tested, and they said, yes, you got it. And 30 times the next day and 30 times, and I blew it out, and I killed it, and it didn't mutate on me. So, uh, you know— we we got to get out and vote. we got to put – hello, Ernest Ewell. And so we need to put Trump in office because if not, if you vote for Biden, you're voting for communism. And if you don't vote, you're helping Biden. So that's my two cents, and I'm sticking to it, and I'm voting for Trump. And take my advice, do whatever your little heart desires. But if you want your children and grandchildren to live in communism, they're like it is in Cuba, like it is in – uh, Venezuela and a lot of other countries, go ahead. But uh, I don't want to, and I don't want my children or my grandchildren to do it. So, But, I mean, bowing to circumstances, we bow to wearing masks. And probably wearing masks is not a bad deal. I mean, you know, I, I can live with it. Hello, Mark. And I can live with it. Uh, but we got to make decisions that's productive and right and go in the right direction. We can't just let ourselves, you know— are we sheep bled around by everybody else? Car dealers know you're sheep. Car dealers know. Hello, Trey. Car dealers know that you're you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to reward yourself, and they know how to push your button. And uh, what man makes breaks. That's that's all there is to it. I mean, we nothing lasts forever. Nothing. I mean, what have you got? Hello, Royce. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, what lasts forever? Hey, out, Royce, I got a fastback Mustang. I got to go look at a 65 fast. Hello, Don. Fastback Mustang GT Stick Air V8 uh, Monday. Pretty cool car for somebody that's looking for a 65 Mustang to restore. Great, great car. Oh, and there's a diesel, and there's a 4500, and there's a 92 Corvette. It's a bunch of stuff. But anyway, uh, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, I buy from companies. I buy repos. Uh, a banks, and you know what, banks, you might want to call me pretty quick. Uh, it, it, you really might need to call me because, you know, the banks and the credit unions, they get stuff they need to dump at the end of the year. And, the, and they do it the last two or three weeks of the, of the year. Who wants to buy the last two or three weeks of the year? <coughs> Things are always a little slower. So if you've got something, property, we're, we're buying property. I'm uh, flipping houses, buying houses that need work. I've got some good crews. Um, 
Got some good investors, got some good design people. And so I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, even in property. So let me know if you've got a house that you need to sell, like to sell. I've got a great uh, real estate team. I've got um, the people that can sell that will work for you, help you, be there for you. And uh, it's it's that way in all kind of businesses. I'm, I'm seeing business change everywhere. I mean, just like when the insurance companies went to the to the House of Representatives and Senators, and they convinced them, uh, come and get your car. Yeah, I really do need to do that, Don. Uh, and so the the everybody's. I hope I get a little time to do it this week. And so everybody is trying to figure out what to do and what's going on. But we don't think about the future. We don't we don't make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. You're signing that contract on a note on a vehicle, and you don't know what it's going to be worth. Uh, yeah, it is a great car to find. And so you don't know what uh, anything's worth. Uh, you don't know what's going to be worth in seven years from now, three years from now, five years from now. You don't know what the market's going to be. Our market in the car business right now, believe it or not, has dropped 2000 in the last month. But think about these dealerships, especially the independent used car dealerships, that paid 3000 too much for them because they had to have inventory. Car dealers are just like people. I mean, their emotions drive them. Their greed drives them. They're rewarding themselves drives them. Everything drives them, and they were buying at an unbelievable price. We were making great money, but the new car dealers were selling the trade-ins and making five and six thousand. Hello, Joseph. Uh, and so at at five and six thousand profit, the dealerships made record record months profit, and now they're going to. I don't know if they're going to excuse them five million dollars. They gave the government gave them five million to. Uh, Continue to pay for the rent, pay for the employees, pay for everything, and the and the dealerships are going to have unbelievable profit. Maybe they figure the income tax are going to have to pay and come back to to the government one way or another. Hey, the phone numbers here is two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. If you've got a question, you can also do it on Facebook, uh, and I'll answer it. Hello, Pablo. And uh, I'll answer any kind of question that you have, Facebook or, uh, you know, uh, I see my buddies telling me what I need to do this coming week, and I do need to come get my I, – I've Don's got a 49 Triumph of mine, and that is a cool-looking car. It make an awesome street ride. It's aluminum body. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've owned this car a long time. Actually, it came out of Arizona. Cool car. Your old town, Phoenix. Yeah, you know where Phoenix is. I've, you live there, and I've been there, and I love it. But anyway, so, you know, answer any questions that you call. And that's probably what my business is about right now. 95% of the phone calls I get are helping other people, helping them figure out options, what they need to do, direction they need to go. So give me a call on my mobile. But the phone number here at the office is 210 340 85. We'll be glad to answer any questions that you have. Also, call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Had a lady call me Monday, Tuesday, 
She's got a a, a real nice uh, 06 Camry. Well, it's paid for. She's 68. She's on a budget. And what do you do when the transmission goes out? Personally, and I told her, it took me two or three phone calls to get it rebuilt. I sent her to a guy that can get it rebuilt. And I told her, I said, start making payments to yourself where in three years from now, that car will last you at least three years, and and pay yourself, then you'll have cash, and the trade-in is not worth nothing with a bad transmission, and it's worth something with a transmission, so she'll have value in the bank and value of the trade. you got to look what's the best options for you. But I think she had a little desire to get a new car. And, you know, if she'd have saved the money and had the cash, I'd say yes. But she didn't do that. She didn't work in that direction. And, and you know, we don't think about that. We don't think about the future. We don't think about what we're going to be driving two or three years down the road. So we're bound to the circumstances that are around us, just like we're bound to uh, the lockup and shutdown of everything in the city of San Antonio by the communist bear and judge that we have. And, and so we listen to them. And do we listen to the news media? Do we listen to the ads on radio and TV, you know? Hello, David. And so you got to know exactly, exactly what you can afford, what you want, what you need, what fits your budget. Heard an ad on on San Antonio radio the other day. There, I've never heard, hello, Johnny, I've never heard, and Larry, I've never heard them say, you know, it's an easy deal. Do it your way. Just like, I guess, is it uh, Burger King? Do it your way. They said, do it your way. And and it's we're going to make it all right for you. We're going to do it, you know. And we want you to fit your budget, fit your payment, fit this, that. They never advertise. They must be listening to me. Because lifestyle and budget is what they're talking about. And so if you're trying to do lifestyle and budget, you know, oh, we're going to do it your way. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you out of every available dollar because when you get in there, they want every available dollar out of your bank account, out of your credit card. Go borrow some from your parents or your cousin or auntie or somebody, but they want every available dollar. That's why Randolph Brooks, who now are indirect lending, they've locked up with the car dealers. Uh, I, I thought that would never happen, but... It's their business, and they want more business, and they got too much money to lend out. But, of course, these bank and credit unions can loan out 20 and 30 to 1. So if they got a million in the bank, they can loan out 20 or 30 million. So, you know, they want to loan out all the money. They don't want to miss no business. Won't they advertise more and get people to come in and get that cheap interest rate instead of indirect lending the new car dealers, sell the car, get financed? They make two to 20% interest on you. And you if you don't pay attention, you're paying this and paying this, and you're rocking along, and all of a sudden you realize, man, I'm paying a lot of interest on this vehicle. Well, that's what online does, too. These computers are so smart, they got it figured out where they can make a lot of interest on your vehicle, a lot of interest. And what you do is so easy to go online and type it in, and you've got, wow, you've got this car delivered I've been dealing with people and and uh, that deliver brand new cars everywhere. I mean, have been for twenty something years. I helped them get trailers and trucks to deliver new cars. And if you want the best drive in the country and the best barbecue, they say, is in Lano, Texas. Lano dot com. 
and that's uh, Granite Hills, Chevrolet, and Buick in Lano. And that's a great drive. And also stop off at Blue Bonnet Cafe and get you a big piece of pie. Man, I'm telling And they got great breakfast. I've ate there a bunch. But anyway, a great drive. And here we go again. I only recommend people that tell the truth. I've got several dealers that still tell the truth, still take care of their customers, still have customer service. But the new new way of doing business is doing it online. And and what happens is I've seen so many people, they got 20% interest, 20%, and they deserve 2 and 3%. How much difference is that? Well, I mean, if you got a $50,000 car and you're paying 20% interest, well, that's ten thousand dollars a year in interest. How do you like that, Bubba? Paying your payment is ten thousand dollars in interest a year, and of course, as you pay it, it goes down. But I mean, you can pay a lot of money on twenty percent, and a lot. Of, that's the key. That's why billionaires buy these stores. That's why Warren Buffett owns a bunch. Penske owns a bunch. Group One. I mean, there's all kinds of of groups that own them, and what they do is they charge you 20%. If you don't ask, you don't beat them up, you end up paying. And I mean, you know, if you do pay 20% and you go back in there, hey, I, I deserve a better interest, what about 14 What about 13 What about 12 when you deserve 2 or 3%? Cost you a lot of money. So you're bound to the circumstances of convenience, of being easy, being locked down. I mean, what we got to get productive. We got to be the best we can be. We got to understand what it costs us in money, what it costs us for the future. What is it going to be? What are you going to be driving three years from now, five years from now? Do you hate your car? Oh well, I got in a big discussion with some people the other day. Kick the trade. They said. We heard that on your radio show, Kick the Trade, but we don't understand it. Well, let me tell you about it. When you owe 10000 15000 20000 too much on your old car, and you hate your car, you hate what you're doing, you hate what it's worth, and you come on in here, and we're going to put you in a brand-new car at the same payment. Man, that sounds too good to be true. I can't believe you're, you're going to do that and help me out so much. I just love what you're doing for me. Love every bit of it. Well, the truth is, it, hey, they're not they're not paying your car off. Told them about a story: kids in the military go to trade it in local store. They sell them a seventeen Camry, and call them up. They sold their car at the auction, and so they're, they're, they call them up. And said you bought the wrong car. You got to bring that one back. So they bring it back like good customers do, and they put them in a different car. And it's a 15 model, and the price is the same. Instead of a sub I mean, it should have been a lot cheaper, and it had more miles. So they put them in the car they supposedly needed to buy. So, But they don't pay the car off. So the customers, they're driving this 15 model, and so... The dealerships got their car sold, but they haven't collected the money. They haven't paid it off. So then they figure out, well, what's going on now? Well, they they get a letter from the bank saying, hey, you need to make a payment on your car. You're behind. Now, we traded it in. Well, I got news for you. It hadn't been paid off. You're behind on a payment. Your credit's going to go bad. So they send a payment in. They think everything's all right. Another month rolls around. Payment comes due again. Bank calls them. 
He said, well, we traded it. No, they haven't paid it off. So they make a pay- they make three payments, and then the dealership calls them back in, puts them in a 12 Camry. You know what the answer was? Oh, well, uh, your credit went bad because you didn't make payments on your car. Well, you didn't pay it off, man. You're supposed to pay the car off and clear it out for me. And so, you know, I, man, it, it just is crazy. It's crazy what desperate dealers will do desperate things. I told you about a credit union that does indirect lending, and this dealership sold to a, a, a guy on hospice a brand-new uh, Kia. Brand-new. This guy's hospice. He's got a week to live. Well, they get over there, and they sign up the papers, and they leave him the car. And then all of a sudden, the credit union just figures out, wow, we're in trouble. What are we in trouble about? Well, we have this car, and the guy passed away. And so they go get the car, and they go down to the Kia store, and they try to sell it to the Kia store. But the Kia store said, y'all, 10000 more than we sell you a new one for. We, we can't, you know, you're going to lose 15000 on this 300-mile car. The, the Kia had 300 miles on it. Hello, Randy. 300 miles. Why? Because going back and forth, signing all the paperwork with a gown that hospice was telling he was going to die any time. I guess they got in a hurry. Can you imagine? You're trying to sign a guy up, and he's on hospice, and they're telling him he's about to die. You know, so they ran over there, and they got him signed up. They they hammered him on extended warranty. They handed, hammered him on everything. So the guy passed away, the credit union. I believe I'd be, if I was that credit union, I'd tell that dealership I'd never sell them on, uh, finance another car. But, see, I'm beginning to wonder if credit unions and banks uh, – you don't have a sponsor, but you're, you, you know, you you don't understand that desperate dealers do desperate things. And so here they are. They'll do anything to make a profit. They'll do anything, hello, Brett, you know, to anything that will work for them in the profit. They could care less about you. Indirect lending, just like this credit union, hey, it falls back on them. The dealership collects the money. And and they walk off and they cash the the checks, put it in the bank, and you're done. And so, what are you what are you thinking about? What's the future for you? How you how are you going to handle it? What are you happy with? What are you content with? Hey, I'm content with one that starts good, drives good, gets decent fuel mileage, and the air works in the summertime. And, but what are you content with? Are you content you got to have a new one trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to reward yourself? But, see, we're trained. Dealerships, you know, I tell you, the, a neurosurgeon goes to school for eight years. But car dealers, we go to school forever. And the changes and the opportunities and the money and the overhead, my overhead's super cheap. I'm a blessed person. My car lot's paid for. My cars are paid for. But some of these dealerships... I mean, their rent factor is two, three hundred thousand a month. It takes a million seven to most dealerships to open up every month. How'd you like to be facing that? Guess where are they going to make the money? You. So we want you to be prepared. We don't want you to bound down to circumstances. We want you educated, prepared. It's just like a football game. I've explained it this way many a time. You're walking in against the Dallas Cowboys with all the team and all the managers and the owners and all the experts in the game plan. You're walking in there playing a game on buying a vehicle, and we keep score with your money. We love it. 
we, hey, Bubba, we love you. As long as you come back and buy another car from us, we'll lose that. You've lost that love and feeling. Yeah, you know, they lose that love and feeling if you don't buy from them. They'll badmouth you. I've heard all kinds of stories. But when is enough? When is a content? Uh, Mom and Pop to Billionaires, that's the name of a book that I'm putting little research together and little stuff together because I've seen when people were glad on one car dealership and now 200 is not enough. Why? Because they become cash cows and they become, you become a number. You, your number is profit. How much profit did they make on you? That's the key. Relationships, hey, they're, they're a battle. They are a battle. And the relationship, can you say no to yourself? Oh, man, I'm going to tell you something. Cookies getting getting in my head, and I love cookies, and I've had to say, Randy, say no to yourself. I said no to a 56 Chevy convertible I was in love with. Man, that was tough. I had to talk to myself all day one day, just tell myself I didn't need it. What do you need? What are you content with? Where are you going? What are you helping? Who are you helping? We're going to take about a four-minute break, Facebook Live, and we'll be back on. And, uh, hey, my phone number, 830-708-4789. Give me a call anytime. Remember, I buy the good, the bad, the ugly, property, houses, um, signs, collections, estates. I mean, I've got auction companies. I used to have an auction company for 25 years. So if you got anything to sell, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio and surrounding area. Thank you for tuning in. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Just happened to have one of the dealer magazines in my hand. Dealers push credit unions to new heights. Man, there must be money. There's, there's an article. I'll just read a little, little piece out of it. Uh, oh, I forgot to turn the Facebook Live. But anyway, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Credit unions, uh, says here, dealers push credit unions to new heights. Credit unions director even uh, Evan says dealers deserve credit for their advancement of credit unions in the auto lending space, benefiting partnering a reliable local source. Says down here, does the dealer compromise on term flexibility or F and I production when they use the uh, credit union? No, I don't think that is the case. Dealer wants to treat the customer fairly but always wants to maximize maximize profits for the dealership. If uh, credit unions don't provide these opportunities, they will not be in the dealership. If they can't maximize profit, they're, hey, they're not going to use a credit union. And, and that's the key. They're, you know, uh, credit unions want to take care of people. Dealerships want to make money. Both of them are tied together hand in hand, and and it's bowing to the circumstances of profit. Profit. And, you know, and that's why the Communist Party, the greed is coming into our country in so many different ways. 
That's why the Communist Party's doing good, because they're convincing everybody that profit's a bad thing. Yes, it is a bad thing when you take advantage of a person, but that's why we're trying so hard to educate you, to be your mentor, to let you understand what's really going on in the car business. It's difficult. It's, you know, the overhead is just went through the roof and still going to keep going. It's not going to slow down. Overhead on these dealerships around this town are going to be $2 million, whether they own a franchise or not. I mean, the market's dropped two, going to drop another 1000 in my opinion, especially on the ones that people paid way too much money. So if you're sitting on 1,500 cars, and a lot of dealerships are, and the market corrects three grand. And why does the market correct at this time of the year? you got brand-new cars, and, I mean, just like at Granite Hills in Lano, Texas, my buddies over there that I do business with, and I sure like them. They're hands-on owners, and they're there every day, and they'll strike you the best deal, and they'll do the best deal, and they'll deliver it. I mean, they do everything right. I've, I've really enjoyed doing business with them. And so they're in that that situation where low overhead that they can sell you and and treat you right and and they you know they want to and they plan to be there for a long time so i mean we're we're dealing with big profits big overhead uh and and trying to figure out what will work our budget our lifestyle remember i they're starting to talk about that, and it's all because I think that they listen to my radio show. It's amazing how many car dealerships listen to my radio show, how many managers, how many salespeople. I mean, I can walk into an auction and they're and kind of be out of the way and listen, and they're talking about me on the radio a lot, a whole lot, more than I want to, to tell you the truth. But anyway, but I, I want to educate the public. How we spend money, how we look at things, how how well trained that we're dealing with people that know how to push our button. You know, a lot of stuff has gone down. Television, computers. I mean, what's gone down? And because of competition, because of capitalism, because people trying to do well. If we if we vote in Biden, we're going to see we're going to see communism, and and everything's going to be higher. Because we're going to have to pay the government. Has the government ever done anything right? Run anything right? Well, some people say the military, and that's not even you know here lately, not right. So uh, I posted on Facebook this week that the Communist Party, uh, Hitler, wanted to do away with the police department. One of the first things he did, and that was his quote: "Let's do away with the police department." Why? Because I have so many people. And when I talk about that, I have so many people say, well, what's going on? What's the difference, Randy? Well, when they do away with the police department, they're going to bring the military in. Then you're going to have to answer to the military, and the military is going to have to answer to the Communist Party. Good morning, David. You say your house. And so uh, uh, you you got to answer to somebody. Not that we've all got to answer to somebody. Who are you accountable to? Who are you responsible to? You know, are you responsible to, besides Jesus Christ, are you responsible to your family? Are you responsible to your budget? Are you responsible being being the best person you can be? And so, I mean, all of that comes together, but it all goes out the window when it comes to car dealers. Because, hey, you know what? Ten things money can't buy. Number one, manners. Number two, morals. Number three, respect. Money can't buy respect. Money can't buy character. 
Money can't buy common sense. Money can't buy trust. Money can't buy patience. Money can't buy class. Money can't buy integrity. And money can't buy love. Hey, money can't even buy joy in your heart. How many people do you know really have joy in their heart? Hello, Jake. How many people do you really got joy in their heart doing what's right, taking care of people, telling the truth? Does your conscience bother you? Have we burned the conscience out? Have you burnt your conscience out? Have you burned it out on your purchases? Do you reward yourself? Do you try to keep up with the Joneses? Do you let some young salesperson tell you what you can afford? And they don't know your lifestyle, don't know your past history, don't know the future. And they're going to tell you that you can afford this brand-new truck for $80,000. It don't work that way. It really don't work that way. But they want to show you they're experts. F&I people want to show you they're experts. And that's why when people call me, I help some people get a new Dodge this week, brand-new Dodge. And they shopped all over the country, all over it. And they couldn't beat the price on the truck I got. Plus, the most they got offered was 32000 on their truck, and I gave 35000 So, uh, wow, isn't that something? That's good, David. Uh, and so uh, we you never know what people are thinking. We never know what direction they're going. Never know what the opportunities that you're going to have in the near future. So if you've got this big car payment, you may not be able to buy something else. You might be not been able to afford anything else. You're, you're in that situation where you're struggling to get by, to understand what's going on. So I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your budget, for your lifestyle. They're advertising it on radio now. Besides, if you hate your car, you hate your payment, come on in here. We're going to, we're your friend. We're going to take care of you. There ain't nothing free in the car business. Zero. Hey, they give you all that stuff, that uh, sugar uh, to pump you up in order for you to, uh, you know, be ready for sticker shock for the price on the. And uh, right now in the service departments, I'm telling you, they're pumping you up with sugar because they're going to try to sell you a new car. Talked to a family the other day. They told them they needed to spend eight thousand soon on their vehicle. Not now, but soon, and that they they need to trade it now because it's the top dollar and it's the top situation on it, and uh, they they need to get rid of it now instead of spending eight thousand. Take that eight thousand, buy them a new car, and they'd be happier, you know. But the, you know what? Their car's not far from being paid for. I think they owe a year on it. So they can pay on a year, and then they have a car that's paid for. Do they need to keep making payments? The payments would have been a lot higher than what they were paying now. So make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Understand that. Uh, Send some people up to Lano to buy a new Chevrolet the other day. Uh, I don't know if they found one exactly. These people wanted the exact unit, and I told them that's what you need to do. Go online, see what they've got available. They went to Lano.com. Uh, if you want their phone number, give me a call. And if you're a mechanic would like to go to work in a small town in a great growing dealership, and this dealership's growing fast, it's doing well. So, I mean, uh, we want you to to uh, understand exactly what – and go to work for that dealership. I mean, they're, they're great people. 
They're looking for all kinds of people because they're growing. They're, they've started at the bottom and they're working their way up. But, you know, we've got to put you in a situation where you're happy for the next five years. Because we don't know what's going to happen after, I'm hoping Trump gets elected, and, and after that, who's going to be next? You know, I want, I want to be prepared for the future. I want to understand what the, peach, the future lies. I want to understand if I buy something, what's it going to be worth? You know, we don't even think about diamonds. I mean, diamonds must be getting cheaper. Something's going on. I don't know. Man, have you seen all the diamond ads on, on the radio and the television? Man, they blast them out so much. And they're, they're, here we go again, interest-free, working on it, doing certain things. But they work hard in that situation. They work what's going on, you know. And so be prepared. Now, they're talking a lot about uh, bogus checks, bogus cashier's checks. So if you're getting ready to sell your car, be sure you know who you're dealing with. You've got to know exactly. Hello, Kent. You've got to know exactly who you're dealing with. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, anything legal. I, hey, I've got freight liners. i got low mileage 14 freight liners. I've got a, a picked up a great truck, a Kenworth with low miles, diesel. My truck driver said, man, this is a good truck. So I buy anything that's legal, the good, the bad. If you, if you have a company, call me. I'll buy whatever you have for sale. If it's wrecked, bad motor, bad transmission or something, I'll buy those also. They're worth something. You know, I mean, junk's worth junk right now. Uh, and then the express news. Brilliant express news. I've had to spank them a few times. You know, they were talking about how the government mistreated uh, title loans. Oh, I felt so sorry. You're treating these guys charge 330% interest, and the government is mistreating a title loan. Don't do a title loan. It's 330% interest. Quick example guy used to work for me. I sold him a Tahoe, and he went, and right after uh, he left me, he had this brilliant idea of what he was going to do, but it didn't quite work. Well, he needed to borrow 5000 So he went and borrowed 5000 against this Tahoe. I'd sold him right. He had owned it for a couple of years. It was paid for. So he borrows 5000 The payments on that $5,000 title loan was 900 a month. People don't believe it. It's true. 900 a month. So he made nine payments. That's 8100 Now he's already passed the 5000 by 3100 and, he, and they're about to repo it. So he calls me. He said, Randy, give me $2,000. i have got a cheap transportation I can buy. Give me the 2000 You pay my truck off, my Tahoe off, and you go sell it. Well, that's what I did. Forty-seven twenty. He paid in 8100 and the payoff they only dropped $370. Tell your friends, tell your relatives, tell everybody, hey, it's illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas. We we elect these senators and House of Representatives to take care of us. They're going to do what we need, and they're going to protect us. And then they sell us out to the title loan people that are they have a program that they have to charge 330% interest. I used to own the license. I never did a deal. My conscience bothered me too bad, really too bad. I didn't want to take advantage of people that bad. I mean, you know, what what are you thinking about? So now the, the Express, uh, were, 
they were saying that the government was wanting to see all the guy's books and records, and he was having to bring them in, and he was having to show the contracts. You know, here's this guy making a fortune, pure fortune on title loans, and and the government is and the Express took up his side. Was that one of his buddies or cousins or might have been his uncle? I don't know, but I tell you what, you know, the Express took up this guy's side that he's got to turn all his paperwork in. A poor guy, I felt sorry. Well, now the Express, they make a big article on it. How shortage of, of cars. Why is there a shortage of good cars? Number one, we got to have new cars to have used cars, or we're going to be like Cuba, everybody driving a 55 Buick. Uh, you know, so uh, communism, I mean, we're heading that away with Biden. And so what, what are you doing? I mean, uh, we've got to figure out how to buy a new car right, properly, correctly, or with the right interest rate, with the right price, with the right trade-in. Call me. I, you know, like I said, I outbid a Dodge store. And they finally matched up with me, $3,000 around the area. Of course, I sent him my guy, and he's, he's the one that gave the, the money. But everywhere else was hitting it 3000 cheaper than me. This guy was getting kind of hacked about it. How, how can I bring you a low-mileage Dodge diesel, and y'all are 3000 back of a wholesaler? Well, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I know where to sell it. I know what to do. I had that truck sold. So, I mean... Here, the Express is right in one thing. Yes, we don't have enough good, clean, low-mileage cars. And, yes, the price on new ones are getting higher and higher, but we got to have new ones. But we want you to make the right decision, buying from the right dealership, doing the right thing. I had a lady call me said, I'm going to so-and-so. I said, don't do it. Don't do it. She said, well, I need a new Toyota. Don't do it. Don't go there. Well, I'm thinking about going. Don't go there. I So, anyway... I, I saved my lawyer in San Marcos uh, over $7,000 on a new Toyota. And that was partly because they wouldn't give him enough trade-in. That was part of it. And they were holding up on the price. See, new car dealers were worried about running out of inventory because the manufacturer was shut down. So they went up on their price, too, in 3000 That's why they had record months, and the government sent them 3 to $5 million to make sure they stayed open. The government didn't realize there would be a buying frenzy over zero interest rate. Zero interest rate was a buying frenzy because because people got in their mind foursquare. Hey, I'll never get zero again. There's been zero for years and years. What happened to December, remember? Well, I, that's coming up pretty quick. It'll be here before we know it. So, I mean, you know, here the Express is telling us about that. But why? Millenniums. Number one, don't want a high-dollar fancy cars like their parents did. You know, great big payments with nothing left in in the month. Big house, nothing left in in the month. And then they, they don't know how to take. Have we taught our children how to drive properly, correctly, orderly? Have we taught our children, you know, how to take care of a car, how to change the oil, how to fix them, you know? And if you have any question how to do that, give me a call, 830 Four seven eight nine. And I'll give it to you at the end of the show. Get, write my phone number down. Call me anytime. But there's maintenance. Just like a friend of mine, I sold him a, a, a 16 Ford diesel. I said, hey, do not go over 10,000 miles changing fuel, fuel uh, filters. 
He said, well, it, I thought it said in the book 20000 I said, let me tell you something. We're buying trucks with blown fuel systems because people go 20,000 miles. If it gets dirty, it'll blow the system. You're going to spend twelve, thirteen thousand. 13000 You know, maintenance is important. Well, how you drive a car is important. I had a buddy of mine said, my daughter wants a new Mitsubishi. I said, she's too young. He said, well, that don't make sense. She's got a driver's license. What's wrong with you, Randy? I said, she, will she take care of it? She drives sensibly. I'm going to tell you, get on I-35 and watch these people dart in and out. I, I had a guy that was come running up, and here he squeezed between me and another car. I had to let off the gas, and then he shoots a finger at me. He got mad at me, I guess, because I was on his highway. must have been his highway. And he, he just went on as fast as he could go. Well, I must have made him mad. Hello, Mary and Kent and so Toby. And so, and James, how you doing? And so we, we understand you've got to take care of a car. You'll see certain cars that won't hold up on abusive driving and no maintenance. And so anyway, I told him, he said, well, what, what do I need to buy? He's buying brand new. He's got the money. You know, two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford, and he can afford it. We got a phone call come in, huh? And so it might be Carlos. And so uh, if you can afford it, buy it. So we got a brand new Toyota for her, and, and we explain what she needs to do and how she needs to take care of it. It's Carlos. Hey, Carlos, what's going on today? Good morning, sir. Sorry I called you so late, bro. I have to open the office. <laughs> Thank you to the radio station, to the listeners. Sorry for what you said. Uh, I tried to talk to you before about this, and uh, I want to you tell me a lot about, you know, when we have to be careful, the people, we try to sell the cars, you know, like a community, because I have a friend, he, they pay him with a cashier check, and when he tried to go to the post in the bank, it was a fake cashier check. You already give the title to this person. What you can do in that moment? And uh, well, there's a lot of bad cashiers checks. Uh, we check cashiers checks because I've seen bad ones. Being a director at the Used Car Dealer Association for years, I saw so many bad situations. But there's some phony cashiers checks, and don't take cash and a check and sell your car. There was a 55 Chevrolet a couple of years ago. Guy wanted 45000 The guy said, hey, I'll give you 15000 and a $25,000 check. Well, the guy went for it. Well, he happened to look up on Facebook, and his car was back up for sale for 15000 less. So the guy calls him and says, hey, you're selling my car for 15000 less one week later? He said, oh, yeah. He said, something's come up, and I need to turn it in money. He said, well, I'll just come over and buy it back. He said, oh, I already got somebody wanting to buy it. So he didn't buy it back. The deal was the check was no good, the $25,000 check. He, he buys it, shows it a bill of sale so the guy wouldn't show all his income tax, or, or he got it where he could transfer it cheaper. So anyway, the guy sells it for thirty because that was what the car's worth. The guy's got a bad $25,000 check. It was a nightmare. Uh, bash, bad cashier's checks. you got to check them out. Hey, and let me tell you something. I sold a, a bunch of antique cars on $64,000 check, and it was a cashier's check, and it was out of Houston, Texas. And I talked to the bank president at 915. He said, yeah, we're— 
This check's good for $64,000. we are sending it your way. You got the titles. They're going to pick the cars up, and the, ch- and the check's good. Well, they, they sent the guy over there. He already was on the road. He loaded the five cars up for sixty-four. Well, I think it's four cars for 64000 And the cashier's check, I put it in the bank. It bounced like a tennis ball. And so I called the president of the bank up, and I said, hold it, man. You told me this cashier's check was good. Well, the, with a cashier's check, you got 24 hours to turn it down for no reason at all. People have learned how to make phony cashier's checks. They've known, they know how to, to uh, print them out. They know all the, the tricks. you got to know who you're dealing with, who you're selling to, and how they handle it, and how they present themselves. And you just got to back it up. You know, there's so many ways. It's just like when you walk into a dealership with this zero interest rate. People gave their trades away because their focus was on one thing, zero interest rate. It's like a four square. They they had their mind on that zero interest rate and nothing else mattered. The price didn't matter. The trading didn't matter. They had the interest rate. And so then add-ons was free. Hello, Bobby. Add-ins, add-ons were free because, hey, zero interest rate. Well, we went into a buying frenzy. We wiped out all the inventory. The dealers made a fortune. And guess who's going to suffer? The customer that paid too much for that car. And in five years from now, we're going to have all these cars come in at one time. We're going to flood the market with all these trade-ins. So the market's going to go down. Hey, be happy what you got right now because you may not know how it's going to turn out or what it's going to be worth three to five years. We're probably going to have a bunch of trade-ins in three years, five years, and seven years. And what are they going to work? They all show up at one time. We get too many cars. It's all supply and demand. So, I mean, you know, and so know your options. Know what you can do with a vehicle. And, yes, watch out for cashier's check. Call the bank. Find out. Make sure. I had a guy come in from, bought a Viper from me, and he came in from Missouri. But he sent me the, sent a picture of the check, and he flew in. We picked him up at the airport to pick up the Viper. But he picked it up. I said, hey, I won't take one that's not 24 hours old. And I also I'm going to check the bank. He said, you can. I checked the cashier's check out. I did everything that I'm supposed to. It was over 24 hours because you can cancel a cashier's check in 24 hours for no reason at all. Hey, there's a lot of th- you got to know the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. If you like what I'm doing, tell 20 people to go to Facebook, Randy Adams. Tell 20 people listen to my show here on uh, 630 KSLR. We're looking at Bernie. Going to have a show in Bernie. We're going to have. We're looking to expand a lot of directions. We want to get the word out. We want you to know exactly what's going on: the good, the bad, the ugly, the violations. We want you to b- make the right decisions for your lifestyle and your budget, and your family. God bless you. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Give 20 people my phone number. I'll answer the phone. If I don't, keep calling, or I'll call you back. God bless you. Hey, go vote. I love USA. God bless the USA. Thank you. Thank you.